0: Welcome to Dugout
1: Therapy, a baseball podcast about the mental game built by Coach Grades. If you're looking to succeed both on and off the field, this
2: is the place for you. You know, I, I think that's, that's important in, in creating that type of environment where, you know, we're, we're able to establish some discipline and focus where, where they know what they have to do. Uh, They come in, they do it, and they know what they have to work on um, to prepare themselves to throw that day. Because in a game, um, you know, a lot of, especially in high school, there's, you know, high school coaches don't really have a, a set routine for these, for these pitchers to go through. I mean, even at the youth levels. I mean, you know, I'm not talking high school. I'm talking, you know, youth, little league. You know, it's, it's important for them to have an established routine to prepare their bodies to, to throw that day. Um, and if they're not feeling good, if their arm's sore, they, they need to listen to their arm, they need to listen to their body, and they need to talk to their coach. And, you know, me as a coach, it's my job to now create a plan um, for them that day that's that's going to get them better and that's going to be in their overall best interest you know i don't want a guy who's afraid to tell me that his arms hurting because at the end of the day it's going to do more more harm than than good for him to push through something like that
3: hey guys welcome to dugout therapy this is your host dave Wodzis with my co-host quinn adams uh quinn how you doing bud i'm doing fine it's a nice saturday here today
1: and we just had a fire app
3: yeah yeah it was a really good actually close close friend of mine uh we got to interview which was cool your buddy yeah um uh, tom drown uh from morris county and him and his business partner pitching enthusiast uh, Henry Warner. So yeah, they uh, they founded uh, Total Arm Care, a, uh, a pitching development program uh, for the Morris County Cubs over in Morris County, New Jersey. But uh, yeah, me and Drown go a bit way back to college. Um, good friend of mine, and, and we were able to shed on some of his uh, experience in the pitching world and uh, analytics. We got, we got into a whole lot, really in depth episode. It was good. What, what these what guys were your thoughts? know what
1: they're talking about like definitely there there were some times where you and i like there were some things where we were like what is that yeah like what does that stand for mm -hmm.
3: yeah they they were they're knowledgeable guys they're
1: ahead of the times you know they
3: they're gonna take care of their kids
1: mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing so
3: yeah they've they've built i mean and and they call it elite throwing development for a reason like their program is sure. it's it's elite they 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 have a lot of different aspects to it you know one of which was really cool is like the sports medicine side so they have sports medicine um individuals working with them to to build out the proper plans for kids one which is really cool and then two they dive into like movement patterns and uh you know overall mechanics and and then you know we got into a nice long conversation of how this all applies to mentality on the mound and uh you know pitching is like the one part of the game you could say where it's you and your head you step on the mound it's it's you within your your mind and sometimes you can control your your performance out there with just your thoughts. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. I loved it. I didn't like how Tom,
1: you know, referenced Max
3: Scherzer when I was like, "What's the epitome of a great pitcher?"
1: <laughs> just because I I'm not a fan of Max Scherzer at all. <laughs> you know, I'm more of a uh, Jose Perrios guy.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What's your what's your what's your dig with Max? I guess what was. It?
1: I mean, he's good. He has been good for about a decade now. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm more a fan of the unique kind of pitchers because he's like okay. he makes it look easy. Yeah. And that's not what I like. I like the more animated guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah.
3: Max definitely has his uh, mechanics down to a science. Uh... He's too
1: perfect. It's
3: like, like Trout. <laughs> Trout for me is too
1: perfect. It's it's like uh, hard to watch how how good these guys are.
3: For me, I'm the opposite on trout. It's <laughs> it's so great to watch because it's so perfect. But I could get that on. He's the... a Jersey boy too. Yeah, so I have you, a soft thought for him, him. I guess. All right. Well, tune in, guys. Real good episode here. Um, you know, Tom Drown, Henry Warner. Here we go. Listen. Hey guys, welcome to Dugout Therapy. I have Tom Drown on the line with Henry Warner, two guys from Total Arm Care out of Morris County, New Jersey. Um, had the pleasure of playing with Drownie back in college, so looking forward to talking a little baseball tonight with him and his partner and uh, talking a little about pitching, uh, an area they have way more expertise than me in. Uh, super excited to have you both on here. Uh, thanks for being on. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thanks for having us, Dave. Appreciate it. This is this is awesome. Really looking forward to diving into this. Um,
3: so I guess to to kind of kick us off, if you if you'd love to give our listeners a little bit of background on both yourselves and you know what your baseball story is, and then we can dive into uh,
2: Total Arm Care a little bit. All right, awesome. You know, as many of you know that Dave and I played baseball together. We're actually roommates in, in college. You know, I was uh, your, your average D3 pitcher, lefty, didn't really throw hard, um, had decent off speed. Um, but I always loved the game of baseball. Um, my first job out of uh, college was in corporate, was pretty miserable, sitting behind a desk. It was pretty boring and I wanted to get back into baseball. Um, so one of my buddies, he, uh, he asked me to coach with him. Um, I think it was like a 13U team. And it was, mm-hmm. it was very rewarding. Um, I, I really liked it. It was, it was a lot of fun, and you know, was really interested into learning more about the game and really developing players. It's kind of like how I got on my track for for total arm care. You know, I just kept on wanting to learn and you know focus on That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome player development.
3: Henry, do you want to share a little bit about your story and how you guys kind of got connected with this?
0: Yeah. So yeah. essentially, you know, I was running. Um, about a year prior, I was I was working with uh, some kids here at the local high school, um, implementing, you know, the, the same program that that we're doing um, and was getting a great response from the kids. And, you know, I, I knew in my heart that it really had kind of reconnected me back into the game. And, um, you know, after that summer had passed is something I, I, I kind of put on the shelf and we had met. A, a mutual friend, um, who was in, you know, strength and conditioning and, uh, Tom and I at the time didn't really know each other and Gerard had, had connected us. And, um, you know, I just had one of those divine intervention, clear cut moments that I was like, Hey, this is, this is something that, you know, if we, if we all come together here, this is, um, you know, this could be something that we can, um, you know, get off the ground and bring to life and, and be able to, to, uh, to generate a business, um, that's giving back into the game and, um, separating ourselves from, from what's being out there. I think that was one of our biggest urgency points was, um, the educational piece out of the gate because, um, you know, some of these parents were, getting consumed with these 30 minute lessons that, you know, really aren't at the best interest of their kids, but at the business. And, uh, we knew that, you know, we had something here. Um, and within a month's time we were, we were doing presentations. We were trying to get feedback. We were getting signups and, um, you know, from October till about, uh, you know, December is when we, when we launched our, our first program. Um, you know, by the grace of God, we met, um, guy named Pete, who's the owner over at, uh, Morris County Cubs, who was gracious enough to, to open up his doors and, uh, you know, he saw, saw the potential and, you know, saw what we were all about and, um, the, the benefit of the service and, uh, allow us to, to run the program out of there. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been a great working relationship ever since then.
3: Love that. Yeah. I feel like I can relate a lot to that story and, uh, I, I find it cool, how, you know, it almost organically developed, um, you know, from you just trying to be involved with the game and 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 realizing, you know, what's out there. Um, I feel like pitching and hitting, you know, with analytics these days and, you know, a lot of different thinking have run kind of hand in hand in terms of, what uh you know individual training is becoming, and uh you know it's, it seems like you guys are at the forefront of this, and um, it's exciting, you know, and, and I and I think that story is is important. Kids, that 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 should tra- like that traditional one-on-one pitching lesson that you know you're describing, it just kids weren't benefiting from that and, and it's changing a lot, you know, with right. analytics and stuff. And I know Drown, we've talked a lot about that. Uh, so the, the game's changing and this stuff is really, you know, yeah. becoming important
0: in some ways it's doing, you know, it's honestly doing more harm than good. You know, it's taking, um, a student mm-hmm. and he is at school all day. He's sitting, you know, he's hunched over, um, his his muscles are stale they're they're not ready to perform in, in any high velocity uh, situation and you know we've we've all done them you know within 5 to 10 minutes you're you're going from zero to to max effort and then going back down to zero in such a short period of time and you know you're not bring your body through the the right activation steps um, and really um, getting prepared to throw and there's no recovery Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a shame. So it was kind of, um, you know, our way of, of stepping in and, and offering something, a more holistic solution that was in the best interest of, uh, you know, the parents and, and more importantly, the player.
1: What sets total arm care apart from, you know, the conventional one-on-one pitching coaches, you know, you guys have kind of been dipping into this. Is it the alternative methods or is it Your guys' ideology is as a former uh, player, as a former pitcher, taking what you've learned into coaching.
2: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it it comes through with a lot of the research that that we've done. You know, I've you know, I was uh, I had like a corporate background where I was big into numbers and all that. And that's that's where my strength came in for for baseball. Um, you know, we wanted to see what works. We wanted to see what, you know, the science behind it and, and see what's actually going to get these kids better. Um, so what we do is we, we assess every athlete before uh, they begin their training. So we'll bring them through an FMS, which is a functional movement screen to see how well they're moving. Uh, we evaluate their movement patterns, get them on the rap soto, assess their pitches. You know, we, we want to see where they're at before we start working with them. You know, it, it helps us develop a plan that's going to get you better, and we're we're using real numbers. You know, this isn't, uh, you, you know, we're not guessing here. We're we're using these real numbers that are going to help you get better, and you know, we're going to retest you throughout the year uh, to see if we need to make any changes on, on your show program. progression, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's the most important part. You got to see that you're improving and progressing, uh, because if you're not, then you know, you're you're doing something wrong and you need to, to train your, your you know your training methods. You, you know, it's that that's what's great about Soto, you know? Um and same thing with the FMS is that you have this these real numbers, you have this this real information and you're able to to now gauge their, their improvement and continue to build off of that. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, I think that, that that's awesome. Um can, can you shed a little light upon, you know, your combination of of how you're using an- analytics in addition to, you know, some, some, some eye testing. Cause I can imagine, you know, the analytics will tell, you know, probably three quarters of the story. And then, you know, what are you seeing, you know, with these movement patterns and, and how do the, you know, those kind of work together.
2: Right. Right. I mean, with, with the end the Soto is such an important tool. Um, but all it really does is help us build awareness. Um, you know, prior to the Rapsodo, you know, you look at a pitch with the naked eye and it's like, oh, that pitch looks like it's moving well, but now you have the Rapsodo on it. It's like, well, that, that pitch is moving the same as your four seam fastball. You know, that pitch could have been uh, a two seam fastball or a changeup. And I see it happen all the time where those pitches are moving the same. And we now need to look into their new grips. We need to look how we need to pair those movements that are going to help them, you know, get more, more guys out. You know, that's, that's our goal as, as pitchers is to get guys out. Um, so we need to get a little bit creative. Um, you know, obviously, before we get into to pitch design, you, you need to learn how to move down the mat. You know, if you don't have efficient mechanics, then it's hard to really get into pitch design because your release point is changing every pitch. Um, so it's important um, to build, you know, consistent uh, movement patterns um, throughout your, your delivery. And one of my biggest philosophies is, is motor learning. You know, it, it's not a, more so about the, the mental cues, but it's about teaching them the physical adjustments that they need to make in a game. Um, so we'll do a ton of, of motor learning drills um, that are going to bring them through different parts of, of the delivery. Uh, we're going to use cues when we when we utilize these these motor learning drills. And um, so when they get on the mound, it's like, OK, um, you need to drive off that back leg. They know what that means. You know, if they need to stay close, they, they understand what that means. Um, you know, it's it's just developing. Uh, ways for them to make physical adjustments where the, when they're on the mound because I'm I'm not there holding their hand when when they're in a game, you know you you got to be able to feel what you're doing and you, you got to be able to recognize that to make an adjustment mm-hmm. pitch by pitch. That's crucial. Um, and to me, that's you know it's extremely yeah. important to be able to yeah. pair those uh, those two.
3: Some good stuff there. I mean, one, you know, I I think your side of things with this individual training. It's like you're saying it's it's so much more about adjustments and feeling what you're doing, but then I mean, and and you can speak to this a little bit When, when you get out onto the to the field. You know, I would think it's much more mentality. And having confidence in, in what you've done with the players
2: off the field, correct? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, confidence plays a huge factor. If you don't have confidence in what you're doing, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to have much success on the mound. And it's important to go out there and, and be confident. And, you know, the way we train guys, you know, sometimes they're they're going to fail in, in our training sessions. But, you know, what, what we're going to do is we're going to coach them up and, you know, we're going to teach them how to overcome those failures because ultimately you – learn from your mistakes. You learn from your failures, you know? Um, and if we can, ch- you know, continuously challenge them in our sessions, it's, it's only going to help them on the field. So when they get on the field, it's like, Ooh, this is, this is pretty easy. You know?
1: It's kind of blown my mind hearing you guys talk about the equipment and the resources that you guys have to help improve a player. I'm, I'm assuming it's specialized in pitching just because i'm not that old but growing up playing competitive baseball you really did not have anything any technological advantages to improve a pitcher you know i you would go to a baseball uh training facility and everything would be based around hitting or uh you know agility things like that training but to have specialized data and resources that can improve a pitcher as well as making them healthier or improving confidence, that's a game changer.
3: Spin rate. Spin rate is the yeah, game no changer. Doubt. I mean, really. Like what well, yeah, growing up, it's it how hard do you throw. I mean, what what is right eventually you, you're capped at what that tells you and and the spin rate tells you so much.
2: It was all I test. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean spin rate, spin efficiency, vertical break, horizontal break. I mean, it, it's incredible um, what the Rapsodo provides for you. You know, now we're now we're looking at you know multiple things instead of just what your velocity is at. Because you know, you, you could have a high spin spin guy uh, that throws at a at a lower velocity, but he's he's able to command the top of the zone because his his ball is is spinning at a much higher rate than a guy. You know that that might throw harder, but his, his spin numbers really aren't aren't there. You know, spin just because your velocity is high doesn't mean you, you automatically have high spin. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what's great about the Rapsodo is now that we, you know we can analyze this and now we can see how how you should be pitching throughout a game and how we should develop your your pitch arsenal as now, well. Um,
3: or have you guys done any you know clinics with, with uh, the Morris County Cubs over there where you're kind of teaching some of these to like a, a wider group?
2: What we have in place with the Morris County Cubs is we, we work with them in our group sessions. We don't really work with them in a team session, but we've worked with little leagues. Um, I'm a high school coach. I'm also a consultant for uh, County College of Morris, um, so we've, we've worked in, in group settings before, um, but w- with the Cubs, it's more so, you know, you sign up in, into the program and, and you're a uh-huh. part of our program. Okay.
3: Yeah. And, and the reason I ask is um, something, you know, I've I've come across utilizing some of this technology, depending on the, the level of the kid is you have all this great technology, which is awesome. And it tells a lot of data, but at the end of the day, it's articulating that, to the kid you know what what are they going to understand and oh, yeah. what you know what can they take from it because ultimately if they don't understand it you know it's going to be tough for them to make those adjustments you know what what have you guys done with uh you know that in mind
2: yeah i mean that's that's a really good question you know with, with kids who who are younger you know seeing all these data all these numbers it's like what what the heck does does this mean you know i, I see that my velocity is pretty good but how's my spin going to help me? How is, what, what is spin efficiency? What is gyro? What is, wh- you know, what are these numbers, you know, but what, what helps us. And, you know, again, it's just trying to keep it, keep it simple with, with the younger guys. Um, you know, I can I can look at their, their spin efficiency, for, for example um, you know, fastball finish uh, spin efficiencies, you're looking for, you know, 85% plus. So if a kid has a low spin efficiency, most likely he's cutting the fastball. Um, so we just have to look into making sure that he's, you know, he's staying strong on that, on that front side. Um, you know, we'll look into his grip a little bit um, and, and just use words that are going to help him understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if pitches are being missed up in the zone, you know, he might have to finish. He might have to get into his lower half a little bit more. Um, you know, so we're, we're able to look at the, the Soto data and, um, you know, utilize it. Uh, in ways for, for kids at multiple age levels um, so that they can now understand how to use it. You know, like a college guy, for example, you know, that's, that's more pitch design that we're working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll look at more at his, his movement uh, patterns on his pitches and, and see what his sequences are and, and see how we should develop his, his pitch arsenal. Um, so it, it's all dependent you know, on on the kid and, you know, we as coaches have to do a good job and, and make sure we communicate that, that data and information uh, in a way that they can understand it, in a way that they're going to get better. You know, you just don't want to overcomplicate yeah. things. You know, it's just about keeping it for The
1: them. common denominator between a lot of the guys Dave and I have had on has been customizing and making things palatable for the individual player. And I think that's yeah. what things are heading towards, but one quick question, just, I, I know you got the resources, you guys got the analytics. Is there a way to figure out just by looking at a player, looking at the windup and the throwing motion, if a kid is success, susceptible to certain injuries?
2: Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, depending on how, how they're throwing, where their arm positioning is, um, you know, if their arm's really, you know, lagging behind, he's he's probably putting a lot of stress and and pressure on that elbow, and it, it's not going to be healthy for him. You know, if a kid, you know, same thing with kids moving too quick, you know, similar situation where you know that arm is just lagging behind, and it's it's, it's going to put a lot mm-hmm. of pain and pressure there on those on those ligaments. Same thing, it's tight in his hips. You could tell that he can't move efficiently down the mouth, You know, so we got to address his his hip mobility. Uh, same thing. If a kid can't really rotate, you know, he probably lacks thoracic spine mobility, and you know, we got to address those areas. So, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, something like that. Though, it, it takes time. You got to work with, you know, multiple kids of, of multiple age groups to understand the way they should be moving at that age, and how to how to track those deficiencies. You know, it's you know, with with us, for example, we're, we're lucky. We're partnered with Prezi Speed School, and they and they run an FMS on on our players, so we we know even before you know, what their deficits are and and where we need to improve. But, you know, we, we can even check that out in the naked eye, but it's better to have, you know, the testing done. So, you know, we have the data at at hand. For sure. For
0: sure. And not only just in the, uh, the mechanics too, and that's, you know, piggybacks into the, uh, the importance of the strength training run by Parisi and, you know, the FMS uh, um, assessment is, just the overall physical imbalances within the body naturally, regardless of their motion, you know, so many kids we see because of cell phones, um, you know, they, they naturally have, um, you know, poor posture and just having poor posture is, you know, suspect suspecting them to, to be more prone to, to injury. So identifying that not only in the, in the FMS, but, um, also making sure that they're, they're taking care of their bodies. Um, you know, during the off season, continue to grow out, you know, the, the scapular muscles and the glutes and the hamstrings and, um, combine that with, with proper flexibility and, and, and stretching, um, for a more longer, leaner, um, overall posture.
3: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And, and just for, for our listeners out there, can you guys maybe, uh, just spend, uh, you know, a minute or two and describe F- FMS a little bit and, you know, well, one, what is it, what does that stand for? What kind of are are they doing in that test and, and um, you know, what I I know they're looking for inefficiencies essentially, but what are some common things they
2: do in that test? Good question, Dave. FMS is a functional movement screen. Okay. So, you know, what it essentially does, it brings the athlete through a a series of uh, movements um, that tracks, um, you know, how, how well they're able to move in, in their lower half. So their, their hips um, looks into their, their ankle mobility, uh, quads. Um, it will look into their T-spine rotation. Um, it will look into um, you know how their upper body is able to move as well. So it will go into the, the scaps, shoulders, rotator cuff. And, and there, it's a series of, of movements that, that brings them through those um, those important areas. Because as, as a pitcher, I mean, those are some of the most important areas that – that you need to develop and you, you need to move efficiently there. Um, if you can't move efficiently in those areas, um, it could put you at risk for, for injury or it could hurt your velocity um, and, you know, your, your mechanics aren't going to be as, as smooth. You know, we could try to make a mechanical adjustment with somebody, but physically they might not be able to because they're deficient in, in one of those areas. That's what the FMS does. And you know, there was pretty pretty brief but you know that's that's essentially what it what it does um and it and it distracts those those important areas that that we need to develop yeah yeah and
3: now i know i know a big focus of driveline now is like biomechanics and stuff like that is this essentially a biomechanic, you know mechanics analysis or is this looking at those things but not doing that type of analysis
2: it's more looking at it um what Dragon does is they, they have like a motion sense te- technology where it actually like they, they have these um, I, I don't know the exact terminology, but uh, it, they have these things <laughs> that, that go on you and they're able to, to see, you know, how efficient you're able to move. It's all hooked up into computers and it's just more, you know, it's just more advanced than, than what we have. They, you know, they, what they have is, you know, it's more scientific, um, it's, it has a lot more, you know, there's a lot more to it compared to, um, what the FMS is. The FMS is just, you know, it rates you based off the movements that you have. Yeah. But well.
3: it, you know, in, in a general sense, you're looking at the same type of movements that you're, you're looking for the same type of stuff, um, just using, you know, different, a right. uh, different way to, to obtain the data.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah.
1: So moving on. This podcast is called Dugout Therapy, implying the emphasis on mentality. I think coming from a pitcher's perspective, mentality is, is really integral. Could you guys just talk a little bit about what are the best attributes that a pitcher should have? whether it's, you know, experience from uh, total arm care or even in your your personal experiences
0: as ball players? Yeah, that's a great question. Um and you know one of the biggest things that that I've come to realize um more through my playing career than than through coaching is 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 everybody is a little bit different and every situation calls for a different mentality. You know, a, a, a starter is generally going to be a little bit more laid back at ease. You know, your, your late inning guys are kind of, you know, your quote unquote bulldogs, which is, you know, that mentality would not fare well as, as a starter and, and vice versa. So, you know, kind of understanding who you are, your role and, you know, what mentality works best for you. You know, I was a um, I always played better when I was cool, calm, and relaxed and never made too much of, of any moment. Personally, in my belief, the the best approach, I'm um, not to get too high, not to get too low. And, you know, I think that's best achieved through, you know, the, the time and preparation spent through just visualizing and, and just meditating, um, you know, calming your nerves and, uh, you know, putting yourself in the moment really before you're there. And, uh, you know, it, it allows for you, the individual to, to be calmer when you're in that moment. It, there's a, there's a, um, sense of relativity, you know, you don't, you don't get too anxious, you know, cause when you're pitching under those emotions, that's when, you know, you'll get a series of balls of walks, um, you know, things kind of spiral out of control and, you know, it, it gets out of, out of your hands. Um, so, that's really it. Just identifying with, uh, you know, who you are, your role and, and, and just the proper preparation. And, you know, our biggest, one of our biggest things is, is, is the visualization. Um, and that was kind of passed down through, through my pitching coach, you know, who's a sports psychologist and, you know, we put a lot of emphasis into that and it is something that we have a firm belief in as well.
3: Yeah. I, I think that's huge. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's something we've, dove too deeply in yet with too many of our guests um probably briefly but uh, you know actually uh, one of my coaches as a kid uh he the one thing he would say before i always go out for a game would be you know go see yourself doing something great now you know when i was a kid i was like all right what you know whatever (laughs) i guess so and (laughs) but you know thinking back like that's a very simple statement, but it has so much to do with visualization. And as you get up to the higher levels, the more serious you take that, it really does affect so many other things mentally, you know, confidence. Um, it's a level of preparation. It's going to affect your overall demeanor, I would think, on the mound. Mm-hmm. Um Or, you know, as a hitter at the plate, like it it carries over in in different areas. But yeah, I think it's absolutely huge. And, you know, looking back on my career, you know, my coach saying something as simple as that, it it stuck with me to, you know, to this day. So I think that's really uh, an important tidbit for coaches to take away from this. Um, You know, a simple statement like that to get players thinking about it is huge.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dave, that's, that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I could relate, um, you know, something that somebody always said to me was, you know, take the game one pitch at a time, you know, if if something bad happens, what, you know, next pitch, Mm -hmm. you know, focus on what you can control. You know, I, I, I think all, all that stuff, I mean, it plays, plays a huge role and something that we've, we've integrated into our program you know, is, you know, we'll have pitchers do dry work, but I, I always felt like dry work um, players thought it was kind of meaningless. And it was just like, why the heck am I going to sit here for 15 minutes and break down my mechanics? It, you know, it feels like it's, you know, we're just kind of doing it to, to do it because coach has no idea what else to do with the pitchers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. Something that we, we've we integrated was that we'll have them, Throw off off the mound. They'll go through their dry work and they'll visualize themselves being successful. Um, they, they'll visualize themselves going through their their pitches, their their arsenal. Um, you know, obviously repping through their delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll, they'll visualize themselves. You know, spotting that curveball, throwing a two strike curveball, blowing a fastball by someone. You know, weak contact, getting out of a jam. Um, you know, and repping through their delivery that way. I feel like that has a much more beneficial, uh, impact and, and, and something that's, you know, really gonna, gonna help them hone in on the games, you know, and, and thinking of, of something positive as well, you know, say if you have a bad outing and, you know, before you, you step on the mound, you know, you're able to go through this, this type of, um, you know, the, this dry work on the mound where you're visualizing yourself now being successful, going through your delivery, working through these situations. I, I think that has, you know, a, a tremendous impact on on somebody because now your your mind is right, your mind is set. You feel better about yourself, and you know you feel confident as as well.
3: Yeah, I think there's some some good stuff in there. Like, I I mean, for me, thinking about it, you know, if if you are visualizing success, like you're saying here, uh, you know, where you're spotting up that pitch, that. Is what kind of sparks that next pitch mentality versus, you know, I no matter what you're doing on a baseball field, it's so easy to think about the last thing that that just happened. If it if it's a negative, or you know whatever that result is, but if you're focusing on the visualization of what you're about to do, that keeps you out of that that mentality and, and keeps you thinking about the next pitch, that, ne- that next pitch mentality, that owning the moment mentality, something we talked about a lot at Moravian, um, as you know, and it, it, it's yeah. it's crucial.
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Dave. I'm glad that you brought that up. So you
1: two, Tom and Henry, both being pitchers, I, I always love talking some MLB here. Uh, what are some pitchers that young kids should emulate by, you know, not just performance, but mechanics, you know, pitchers that you think today are doing a fundamentally sound and they're pitching the right way?
2: I, I mean, that's, that's a really good question, but it's also a very tough question because <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's their mechanics work because it's the type of body that they have or it's, right. it's that they've developed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to point out one pitcher, one specific pitcher is tough because, you know, that's just who they are. You know, you're going to have some guys out there that are, you know, max effort guys. And then you're going to have guys out there that look like they're thrown with, with barely any effort, Right. Um, you know, so it's, it, it's tough, but somebody who I love watching pitch is, is Max Scherzer because that dude just competes. And, and works every single pitch. Um, you know, if he throws a bad pitch, he's you know he's getting on. He's taking a deep breath. He's refocusing, and he's he's ready to go the next pitch. Like he's he's coming at you. Um, you know, and that's 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 who I love lo- really love to watch. And his delivery works for him. You know, because he's he's so explosive. He's a he's more of a max effort guy, and he, you know he's able to. You know, his whip his body. You know, through his delivery, and it's it's fun to watch. You know, between his mechanics and his his overall competitiveness. You know, I I really like watching that dude pitch. Then now that you just said that, it is interesting how
1: the act of pitching you can throw so many different ways, and if it works for you, it works for you. You yeah. you don't really see that in other sports like in football. A lot of the quarterbacks have the same release and, and um, throwing motion, but, you know, Lincecum's throwing motion was a lot different than, you know, a submarine pitcher, and they they often had the same results. Very interesting.
3: Yeah, for sure, and uh, as you're saying that about Scherzer, you know, I'm thinking it's so obvious to people that watch a guy like that to say, he controls the pace of the game with his demeanor. Like, like you're saying, you know, he, he makes a bad pitch and he clears his head and immediately it's the next pitch. That, like a pitcher's ability to do that can overcome talent like tenfold for me, uh, from, you know, my experience. You know, you can have someone that's an average pitcher, but if he's able to control the game like that, and and throw a one bad pitch immediately out, you know, from hit from his mind. That is 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 when you got something special with a kid, and and I think you guys probably cherish that working with a guy like that, and know that he has a really tall ceiling that you know, um, potential wise.
2: Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, you know, a good example is you know, this past spring I I, I coached at a high school and, Mm -hmm. you know, we had a wide range of arms. You know, we had a guy committed to Maryland who, uh, you know, he could throw the ball high eighties, low nineties, had some disgusting breaking stuff. And we had a guy, a lefty junk thrower throwing, you know, 65 miles an hour with a, with a 58 mile an hour breaker. And he would go out there and just pitch as well as our, our Maryland commit and just, just go out and shove. And, you know, up and down the board, depending on who the pitcher was, is, you know, they, they developed, um, their, their own mentality. They, they developed their own personality as well, like who they were, you know, on, on the mound and they were able to pitch to their strengths. They, they bought into who they were. They weren't trying to be somebody else. And, you know, be, because of that, we, we had probably one of the most, um, you know, successful, um, pitching staffs in in, in school history. Awesome. You know, and it, it, it's fun to watch when you get a bunch of dudes that just, just want to buy in and you know are about the team and, and want to compete and you know understand what their role is and you know what they need to do to help the, the team win. You know?
3: And that's what makes it fun.
2: Oh yeah. I mean it's it's great. So
1: pivoting back you, your guys' company total arm care what are some routines that you guys have uh, enacted into your training in order to promote uh, discipline <clears throat> as as well as keeping your guys focused
2: right right I, that's a really good question as well I, I really like your guys questions um, you know you're, you're hitting on a lot of a lot of topics so I just want to want to mention that um, but anyway you know, we, we have a like a set dynamic warm up, arm care, recovery routines, but we teach it to them right away. You know, they, they come in, um, they go to work, they know what they need to do to prepare themselves for for each session. Um, you know, we, we want to create like a, an open environment, you know, like a like a pretty loose and open training environment, you know, where where athletes can can come in. They know what they have to do. Um, you know, there's no questions asked. They go through this routine. Um, and then they, they get ready to throw. you know then then it's time for us to start working with them. You know, I, I want the athletes to to come in also and you know be open to to how they feel and you know, and, and continue to ask questions on on how to get better. Um, you know I, I think that's that's important in in creating that type of environment where, you know, we're, we're able to establish some discipline and focus where, where they know what they have to do. Uh, they come in, they do it, and they know what they have to work on um, to prepare themselves to throw that day. Because in a game, um, you know, a lot of, especially in high school, there's, you know, high school coaches don't really have a, a set routine for these for these pitchers to go through. I mean, even at the youth levels. I mean, you know, I, I'm not talking high school. I'm talking, you know, youth, little league, you know, it's, it's important for them to have an established routine to prepare their bodies to, to throw that day. Um, and if they're not feeling good, if their arm's sore, they, they need to listen to their arm, they need to listen to their body, and they need to talk to their coach. And, you know, me as a coach, it's my job to now create a plan um, for them that day that's that's going to get them better and that's going to be in their overall best interest. You know, I don't want a guy who, who's afraid to at, tell me that his arms hurting because at the end of the day, it's going to do more – more harm than, than good for him to push through something like that. You know, I don't, I don't want to see him get into, you know, long-term injury. That's just, that's just not good. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so important because, you know, pitch count
1: seems like the only thing that's beneficial for a pitcher that coaches kind of enforce. It's really important for kids to, you know, admit when they're I mean, to to translate what their body's telling them, mm-hmm. you know, if it's sore, you got to get out of there. But nine out of 10 times a kid isn't going to do that. Right. Right. And I, mean, I mean, you know, I, and I think and it comes up as coaches is, is,
3: you know, ultimately to make sure that environment, like you're saying, drown it like that. They feel open to talk with the coach about how they feel. If we don't have that environment for them, you know, we, we've already failed.
2: Yeah, it, exactly. And it, and as coaches it's important to ask kids questions. I mean, you know, like a high school for example, you'd be like, "Hey, how you feeling?" and you'd be like, "Oh, coach, I feel good." But ask them a question like, "Hey, how's your arm feeling?" you know, is it is it sore? Um, you know, how are your legs feeling? You know, you got to go in depth with them. I mean, if you ask how they're feeling, they're going to tell you they feel good, but you know, yeah. you got to build this <laughs> this relationship and the and the trust with them and make sure that they they know that, you know, that Um, that what you're doing is, is for their best interests and, you know, and, and it's important to develop that, that trust and relationship, you know, right away.
3: And, uh, just throwing this out there, maybe a cool document with some actionable routines that you guys want to make for some of our coaches, just throwing it out there, you throw it on the training hub, (laughs) let you guys mow it over, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. We'll, we'll definitely, uh, create something for you. Um, you know, we, we plan on doing what you guys do.
3: (laughs) What what was that? Maybe a little sneak peek document into what you guys do with your kids. I think that'd be cool for, for some coaches maybe to take to high school practice or or something like that.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, follow our, uh, our Instagram page, uh, total arm care. Um, you know, we have a bunch of stuff posted on there continually, uh, post stuff from, from inside, you, you know, give them an inside look at some of our sessions, um, but yeah, well, I mean, we're definitely going to post some material. I really like what you guys are doing. I think it's great for coaches. Um, you know, I, I think this is this is going to be awesome, and you know, we look forward to sending you guys some content to help other coaches out. Because I mean, this is this is how I got to where I was was continuously asking questions, uh, researching, uh, going to coaching conventions. I mean, when you go out and talk to other coaches, like they're they willing to help you. I mean, we're we're all in the same same business here, and that, that's to help kids and and get kids better at, at the sport that they love you know so it's it's important you know if you know other coaches that are listening to to go out and and, and just just ask questions you know you know if somebody needs to, reach out to me feel you know feel free like i'm i'm here because there's a lot of coaches that have greatly impact impacted me and i, I couldn't be more thankful
3: yeah I, and, and i mean i i think a lot that's why a lot of us you know are doing this we we, we think back about all the coaches that have impacted us and, you know, we want to give back yeah. after your, you know, your playing days come to an end. You love the game. You want to give back. And, and and that's what it's all about. And, you know, coaches listening, you know, get out there, get involved, connect with other coaches, keep learning, don't stop learning. Um, and, and that's what we're about. And we're going to, you know, try to help as many coaches as we can to do that. Um, but Drown, Henry, It's it's been great chat and it's been fun uh, thus far. Um, just want to head into our last section here. Our uh, quick pitch questions. Uh, we got three questions for you guys to kind of wrap things up. And uh, but it's been real fun this far.
2: Oh yeah, it's been a blast. I really appreciate you uh, having us on and and thinking about us. I mean, we're we're not even a year in yet to Total Arm Care, and you know I couldn't be more thankful for you know everybody who, who's reached out and 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 just wanting to learn and and see what we're about. I mean, it's it's been quite the ride since we first started. And, you know, thank you. Thank you. You know, appreciate it. It's been, been a pleasure. Um, yeah.
3: So first one, and you know, both you guys can give maybe your own answer to this, but what's your, uh, your favorite baseball book or motivational book? Oh man,
2: dude, you're, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that right there is tough. I I've read so many books, uh, this, this past year and <laughs> You know, I, I to be honest with you, what really got me turned on to, to analytics before I got into these other books um, mm-hmm. is Cubs Way. Um, you know, talking about, um, yeah, know you, you know, um, the GM, what the heck's his name that from Boston that went over to the- Theo? Yeah, Theo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't believe I blanked out on his name. That's, that's pretty bad. Uh, but Do you watch? yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, um, you know, talking about you know the work that he did in Boston, um, you know, and and how it transitioned to the Cubs. I mean, the guy basically broke two curses when you look at it, um, which is which is pretty impressive. You know, I, I, I I'm a Yankees fan. I don't like Red Sox, but I mean, you got to you got sh- to show this guy and, and give him some some credit. I mean, it's it's impressive what that has been able to do and the amount of time and and effort that he's put into it. You know, a lot of people doubted him and he he stuck with his guts and he stuck with what he believed in. And, you know, he's, he's done a phenomenal job where, you know, wherever he's gone. So, you know, that that book right there probably transformed me as, as, as a coach. Um,
0: I would say one of the, uh, one of the classics, uh, that still is very, very relevant. And, um, you know, still well-received within the baseball community that, that helped a lot um, was the, the mental ABCs of pitching. Um, You know, that kind of, that kind of helped break things down and, and and just give a new perspective and um, you know, allowed me to have, you know, kind of the emotional intelligence um, into everything that we were just breaking down, you know, about 10 minutes ago. So it's, it's easy read. Um, You know, it's, it's very well constructed, well formatted And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great tool, um, you know, for, for a young athlete, a pitcher specifically to be able to, you know, start to identify and and understand what the, you know, the other 90%, um, you know, really, really is, you know, kind of pulls back that curtain a little bit in a, in a, in a, um, in a good way.
2: Yeah. I just bought that on Amazon. (laughs) You sold me on it.
0: (laughs) You're only 10 years, 10 years late. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's right.
2: I, I haven't read that book yet. That's, that's going to be on the reading list now. <laughs> there
3: you go. There you go. All right. So question number two, what's one piece of advice you would give a high school player trying to play at the next level?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a really good question. Um, you know, it's, it's taking, it's working at the game multiple days a week. Um, you know, I originally wanted to say, you know, go in and, and get professional instruction and, and training. I, I think that's extremely important if you're, you're able to do it. But for those that that can't, you know, just just going out and, um, you know, long tossing and and lifting and pitching and, and getting outside and you know just just working at the game multiple days a week. Like it, it's a lot of work to become a working good
3: your craft. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and. You know and I, I think a lot of a lot of young athletes don't realize how much work it takes to really get to the next level, so I mean get out and 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 just work on your craft, get better you know lift lifting's important, but you know make sure you're you're lifting the proper way. I mean if anybody wants to reach out about any plans or programs, you know feel free to to reach out to to me. I'll be more than happy to to share a few things with you guys and
0: to uh to kind of piggyback off of that you know just just having um that devotion you know to to uh put in the time and and work hard um you know surround your surround yourself with the people the players that are at or going to be um where you're trying to go you know and, and and start to identify yourself with them and and what are they doing and um, how are they, how are they operating on a daily basis? And, um, you know, just putting yourself in that environment is going to, to escalate you. Um, you know, whether you, whether you really realize it or not, um, you know, that was one of, if not the biggest, um, you know, it was a blessing, um, because I was, I was going to put into a team that, that had that talent. Um, but it, it kind of, get you to realize what it takes and, you know, is this, um, you know, what you really want to do? You know, when you look yourself in the mirror, is like, man, is, is, is Tom over there? Um, he's going D one. I have aspirations to T one. I know what it takes, but is, am, am am I cut out for this? Um, and if so, you know, just continue to, to put yourself in the environment with, with the ones that are, that are already going there. So
3: I love that. I love that. That's cool. Yeah, so uh, our our last question, what was the biggest challenge baseball has given you?
2: Ooh, this is tough. Uh, I mean, baseball has challenged me in in ways that I I, I can't even – I mean, like, you know, looking back in in the college days, waking up early, you know, working out, going to class, um, you know, getting some individual work done, you know, maybe – uh, we have practice or, or more class. I mean, time management, focus, uh, discipline. It's it's I mean, it's 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 tough. It's it's really is a grind. But at the same time, it's, it's very rewarding. It's, it's beneficial. It's a lot of fun. So, you know, I, I don't like using the word grind so much, but it's I mean, it's 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 a lot. But it's a, it's a huge commitment, but it's extremely rewarding as, as well. I mean, without baseball, I I don't know where I'd be today. Um, I'd probably be still behind a behind a desk in corporate, all, all miserable. You know? <laughs> um, so, Couldn't agree more.
3: Yeah, yeah, so,
2: more. yeah. I mean, baseball's been great.
0: Man, that is that is definitely a tough question, and and Tom kind of uh, hit where I was where I was going to be going. I mean, you know, in um, in high school, it was a little bit. Easier, I guess. Um because, you know, it's kind of just in the spring for the most part. Um, you know, when you're in college and you know, the the level of competition, the level of commitment, everything has just escalated, you know, and you gotta you just have to you're tested every day. You're challenged every day at you know, five forty five when you're when your alarm wakes up. Um, you know, you gotta turn the gears on to to give a good workout. Um you know and then right from there you're you're in the classroom and then you got class and then you go eat and then it's time for studying you know and you got to wake up and do the whole thing over again so you're you're tested on a daily basis and like Tom said I don't like the word grind um but you know it's a gut check when when you're at that level of competition and i'm sure it only gets more you know i can't speak um you know for uh, for professional schedule. Um, but you know, the, the risk is worth the reward. Um, and you know, your passion, when your passion shines through and you know, you, you get to experience a championship with your brothers. I mean, that's, that's when you look back it's like, man, every sprint, every drill, it was all worth it for this moment. Um, so I can stand here and celebrate and, and share this, you know, with my brother to my left and my right. Um, so yeah. That's what it's all about, baby. That's
3: awesome. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this game is so rewarding and and what you take from it off the field, I I often think is is so important and those lessons will stay with you forever. So, um hey, Tom Henry, thank you so much for your time. Uh it's it's been awesome chatting I uh, really love talking a little bit about pitching something different for me. I don't always talk about the pitching side of things, so this was this was great. Um, yeah. Where can uh, folks learn more about you? Yeah,
2: I mean, they. So we have an Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Total Arm Care. Uh, we have a website as well, www.totalarmcare.com. Uh, they can reach out to us at our, our email info at totalarmcare.com. Um, you know, re- like I said before, like reach out if you have any questions. Um, you know, so many coaches have been influential in, in my life and in my career as, as a coach. You know, I'm only 26 years old, but I, I you know, I can't begin to, to thank all the coaches that have made an impact in my life so far. Um, you know, again, I'm I'm here for you. So if, you know, you need anything, just feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to, you know, to talk, chat, you know, whatever you need.
3: Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to Dugout Therapy with Quinn and I today. Just finished up a great episode with Tom and Henry from Total Arm Care. Uh, was really glad to have them on. You know, I, I was just thankful, you know, to have a, a good friend like Tom on on the episode. But wanted to thank you all for listening, and you know, if you could please take a minute or two, hop on Apple and leave us a review um, on Dugout Therapy. There, good, bad, or indifferent, whatever it may be. Uh, talk to us. We want to get your feedback. We want to, you know, keep tailoring our content for you guys. Keep getting better. So please let us know what you think and we'll, we'll get in touch. We'll engage, you know, reach out to us on social media at coach crates on, on all of our stuff, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or, or our website, www.coachcrates.com. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you guys. Thanks.